Cheese. Does anybody really care what I think? One, two, three, four, rinky-dink. Think green, yellow, a lighter shade of pale. Sure you want to think pink? One, two, three, four, rinky-dink. You can buy the thoughts you think. A lot of people will give them to you free. The thoughts you think. One, two, three, four, rinky-dink. Think. The thoughts you think may even be your own. Think. One, two, three, four, Rinky-dink. God thought and thought. And you know what he did? He made himself a man. About that, think. And God said, man, what do you think? And man said, I think, I think better than you think. And God said, think now, pay later, think. And man thought and thought on his own, alone, just think. Man thought, how can I think big as God? And man said, I think I can't, I think. And God said, you know, man, I'm still interested in what you think and how you think. And man said, can you help me think 10 feet tall? And God said, even higher. And man said, how high? And God said, high as me. What do you think? Rinky-dink. And you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, and it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, Pastor John Rydgren with Rinky Dink. Today on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with Mark Kleins Kleiner from the Mark Kleiner Power Trio, who are playing next Friday night in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada at the Fox Cabaret, one of their only shows, perhaps most likely their only show this year in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, the Mark Kleiner Power Trio. Mark's been in a whole bunch of Vancouver bands over the years, including the Sister Lovers, Jungle, and he's also been a frequent contributor to the Nardward Human Serviette radio show in the Knowledge Department. I first met him in the halls of CITR Radio. And today Mark is going to bring a whole bunch of records, and I'm going to ask him all about his experiences where he now lives in Bigger, Saskatchewan. Today on the Nardward Human Serviette radio show, an interview with Mark 
Kleins? Kleiner. And Pastor John Rydgren actually was a suggestion from Mark Kleins Kleiner to play. And we're going to play a bit more of suggestions by Mark Kleiner before we come up to a Mark Kleiner interview on an Ardwater Human Soviet radio show. And again, the Mark Kleiner Power Trio are playing next Friday night, an early show at the Fox Cabaret in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And the Mark Kleiner Power Trio also has Pete Bastard and Kurt Dahl involved and playing. And they put out a record. We're going to hear some tracks from that. But right now, here's some more Pastor John Rydgren. And Mark's going to tell you all about who Pastor John Rydgren is coming up on an Ardwarda Human Serviette radio show. Here's Pastor John Rydgren with Dark Side of the Flower on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. In the garden grows a flower, bending low to the earth, its face in the dust. I can see the dark side of the flower painted face can you see the dark side of the flower the blossom has wearied of the plastic flowers in the garden the blossom has wearied of bruises the gardeners first came and planted the flowers to grow free in the chemistry of the earth that the flowers might grow beyond the reach of all the plants in every fenced garden, in every fenced land, free and formless. Many colors are your petals, signifying what? Perhaps you see their meaning through a chemical prism, the dew on your petals called love no longer seems to sparkle in the sun. The dew seems to cling only to your leaves. An ooze, not flowing to moisten the life of your blossom, but closing off its breath. Can love survive, clinging only in one small garden, not reaching to other plants in fenced gardens? and fenced lands. Can love survive without loving in the middle of hate? Yet others come. Through the picket fence of other gardens they come. One by one and more. And many come from other gardens to become flowers. Drab are their colors to them. Their senses dull to them. To the garden of flowers they come, their colors to change, to grow in a moment, to heights beyond the extensions of creation. They feel their roots deep in the new soil, touching the roots of another flower and many flowers, the pollen of many flowers, to know the flower a vine has become intertwined with vines. No form does it see in the vines. So now, in the garden, grows a flower. 
bending low to the earth, its face in the dust. I can see the dark side of the flower. Painted face, can you see the dark side of the flower? Some of the plants in the fenced gardens turn for a moment away from their dream of structured security and form to say to each other, where have all the flowers gone? Could the flowers return to the fenced gardens, aware of the fences, but creating new dimensions in the middle of reality to color forms and fences bright with love? where it's all at. He tricks me sweetly. He never bugs me. He says, make it, when the duds put me all down. I keep my cool, because he straights with me. Even though my head's torn up in the world of plastic mushroom, and I'm crawling on my face, everything is cool, because he's there digging me. When everybody's faking and stabbing, he's super cool. And he's with me, baby. He craves my face when it's ugly, man. He lays abundance on me. Baby, ain't no way I can get hung up. He's my lifetime trick.
And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there, the sister lovers with I Want to Be Different, featuring Mark Klein's Kleiner of the sister lovers, because he was in the sister lovers right then and there, who is coming up on a Nardwar, the human serviette radio show in interview form very shortly. And before that, a track that was chosen by Mark Kleiner, Pastor John Reidgren, with the hippie version of the 23rd Psalm. And before that, Pastor John Reidgren with Dark Side of the Flower. Again, these songs will be explained in depth by Mark Kleiner shortly. And Mark Kleiner, as I mentioned, is coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada with his band The Power Trio next Friday night to the Fox Cabaret. Next week is pretty interesting, too. On Thursday night, there's an early show at the Biltmore, a tribute to Tommy Ramone, featuring Vancouver's and perhaps the world's best Ramones tribute band, The Remores, plus the Slow Learners and Desolation Sound. So that's next Thursday at the Biltmore, a tribute to the light life of Tommy Ramone. I'm a bit choking up here a little bit because now that I think of it, Tommy Ramone is the very last Ramone to be alive that is now dead. There is Marky Ramone, but I just can't get over the fact that I think when I interviewed him, he was wearing a wig, but I didn't have the guts because I'm a spineless jellyfish to ask if he was wearing a wig. Does it really matter? Not really. What matters is that we celebrate the life and times of Tommy Ramone next Thursday night at the Biltmore. That's with the Ramores, the Slow Learners, and Desolation Sound. Then we have the Friday night gig, as I mentioned, with the Mark Kleiner Power Trio at the Fox. And Saturday night, we have Blowfly and two live crew together at the Fox Cabaret. So much excitement next week. Right now, to prepare you even more for Mark Kleiner, going to play a few more tracks by his band, The Sister Lovers. Going to hear Reflector, White Chocolate, and Radiator Girl. And in an interview with Mark Kleiner from the Mark Kleiner Power Trio on the Nardwar, the Human, Serviette, radio show. Here's the Sister Lovers with Reflector. Your life's a wreck so let the weekend come You suck so far to live for where she's gone Ever since she
Who are you? Mark Kleiner. Mark, welcome back to the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Thank you so much for having me back, Nardwar. It's great to be back here again with you. Who are you, Mark Kleiner, for people that don't know? And why are you coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada next Friday night? Please explain. Well, I am... I live in bigger Saskatchewan, and I served uh, two congregations here. I'm an ordained Lutheran minister, and I'm a musician, and I lived in Vancouver for the 90s and for parts of the aughts, and I uh, played in a few different bands, and I recorded some some music, and I'm getting back together with the guys in the Mark Kleiner Power Trio, and we're going to be dusting off some old tunes, and we're going to be doing a few new ones and some covers and bringing a couple friends up on stage and hoping to raise money for Syrian refugee relief. Who else is in the band? Please explain, Mark. Well, Kurt Dahl is in the band, and he now lives in uh, the Kwasa neighborhood of Vancouver. He's he's pretty much been a Vancouverite for numerous years now. And uh, Pete Mills is coming up from Los Angeles, and Pete uh, is, is another – he's a transplanted Vancouverite. Like, he's now living uh, in Southern California, and he had this opportunity to play this show um, in between – commitments in Los Angeles and then he's going over to Russia with Flash Bastard so he's uh, he's able to make the time and we basically our schedules are able to sync up and we're going to play our first show together in 12 years so we're we're very excited wow a Flash Bastard reunion show in Russia well, you know, they've never really broken up. They're, they're playing a festival over there. But, you know, remember we interviewed Strawberry Alarm Clock and they said, well, you know, we never broke up. It's the same thing with Flash Bastard. They, uh, they've been together all the while. So, so yeah, but they're, they're playing a big festival over there. Mark, before you came on, I played a whole bunch of stuff relating to Mark Kleiner and his sister lovers. And what can you tell the people about the tracks I played? I ended there with Radiator Girl. Well, first, thank you so much for playing that music, and uh, that's really does my heart good, and I know the other guys in the Sister Lovers appreciate that, too, uh, for your support throughout the years. And, and the clutch of tracks that you played are from an album that was called Friendless. It was also called Chappaquiddick Oath, and it was called All Creatures Great and Small, and it was called Grenadine, and it had about 10 different titles, and it ended up not coming out until it was released digitally a few years ago, and it's really pretty much known as Friendless now. And the the track Radiator Girl was the only song from that that actually appeared um, before the digital age. It appeared on a CD compilation released, released by Judith Beeman, uh, Back of a Car. It was a Big Star tribute. And our, our name was uh, a reference to a Big Star album. And we were asked to be on that tribute album. And we were honored. And so that song actually came out before. But the other ones didn't for the longest time. And so they're they're really available digitally now. And so that's... I think, you know, White Chocolate, and there's just a handful of tracks he played off of that record. So Reflector, I Want to Be Different. Anything you want to say about I Want to Be Different, Reflector, White Chocolate? Who else was in The Sister Lovers? Uh, Petey Weechings, Andy Pants, and J-Star were the other three members of Sister Lovers. Um, and we recorded, uh, we, we did a couple of vinyl releases and a cassette called School Sucks that came with a, with a matching ruler. And we put that, uh, that album was pretty much our opus. We spent about a year and a half recording it. And then it uh, ended up not coming out and the band broke up. Well, or I, I should say I, I left and the band carried on and then, and then broke up at a later time. And 
but I, I I love those I love those guys, and I I love hearing those songs again. So so thank you for sharing them. I want to be different. I wrote with my good friend Nick Waddell, who's been part of this journey with me for many years. I want to be different, like everybody else. It was was based on a pin that uh, one of us got at a, a store on Commercial Drive that's not there anymore. But uh, yeah, correct. And right off the top, I played some stuff by Pastor John Rydgren. What can you say about Pastor John Rydgren? He is a, a fascinating figure. Uh, those are radio spots that were recorded in the, you know, the mid-60s, 1967, I believe those ones came from. He was trying to basically speak the word of the gospel to the hippie generation. So he was really interesting, interested in bridging worlds. So bringing the, the world of the church and the world of psychedelia and uh, happening hippie culture together and really was was communicating or trying to communicate the gospel in a language that the kids could understand. And so those radio spots were, were designed to do just that. And so he's exploring uh, what the 23rd Psalm, a very well-known Psalm, would sound like uh, to hippies. And that's that was what that was all about. So he did that for, for a number of years in the, in the late 60s. Uh, and they've been reissued a few years ago on uh, – CD at last, so they've kind of become cult favorites. But he, but he, I, I love him because he's um, not only does his name sound like Rundgren, but his uh, his whole thing is bringing these different worlds together and seeing how they, uh, you know, uh, you know how they can interrelate, how they can communicate with one another. Pastor John Rydgren, Rundgren, hippie version of the twenty third Psalm. Dark Side of the Flower, and we began the whole Nardwarta Human Serviette radio show with Rinky Dink. And, as I mentioned, we have Mark Klein's Kleiner on the Nardwarta Human Serviette radio show here. Mark from the Mark Kleiner Power Trio, and you're playing next Friday night, right? Give the details again. You got it. Next Friday, August 15th. It's an early show. Doors at 7. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. And uh, the tickets are available in advance from Red Cat and Zulu or at the door. And I think that's all the info there is on that. Oh, yeah. where Did I say where it was? The Fox Cabaret in yeah. British Columbia, Canada on Main Street. Wonderful. Mark, what have you been doing all these years? Quote, from glam rock to serving a flock? That was a story that ran in uh, the, the paper in Saskatoon earlier this year, and it was, it was picked up um, in different places in Canada. So that was, that was great. I was, I was playing a show out here in bigger Saskatchewan. I guess the, the, the short answer before I get into that is I have been studying for the ministry and I was ordained uh, as a Lutheran minister in January of 2012. And I've been serving here in bigger Saskatchewan uh, for a community known as PALS, Presbyterians, Anglicans, and Lutherans in Service, which includes two official congregations, Redeemer Lutheran Church and St. Paul's Anglican Church. And as part of my ministry, I do tons of music, but also as just part of my life in general, I play in a 13-piece group out here called The Group. And uh, not the band, but the group and just wonderful group. It's it's intergenerational. Uh, there's husbands and wives. There's mother and mothers and daughters or sons, I should say. There's you know, it's it's just an awesome group. And in January, that article you referred to, we did a benefit concert for the theater here of my songs. It was called the Mark Kleiner Songbook. So we picked a couple dozen of my songs and rearranged them for this 13-piece group. But we had guest musicians and 
dancers. So we had a choreographer and a whole bunch of dancers, and we had literally people, performers in the show ranging in age from 8 to 80. So it was awesome experience for me to uh, hear my songs kind of reimagined. There were 27 different performers plus backstage people, lighting people, all donating their time to raise money for the theater, and we just had a blast. So that was that was such a joy. For people listening to CITR, they've heard you over the years on an Ardwar to Human Survey radio show. What's the history, briefly, of the Sister Lovers? Was it your first band? What's Clap for the Nardwar, and what other bands have you been in? Okay, my first band was in the 70s, and that was Out of Sight, and that was with my brother and a couple friends from church. And uh, then later on in high school, really my next band was Green Eggs and Ham with the backup singers, the Omelettes. They were three uh, female backup singers, and our singer was Kevin Mambo, who went on to win a daytime Emmy as a star of The Guiding Light. That was in the 90s. We were together in the late 80s. And I should mention that all three of the Omelettes are getting together to come to the show on Friday, August 15th at the Fox Cabaret. I just heard from them. So we have not actually been in the same building for over 25 years. So we're very excited about that. And then I moved out with two of the guys from Green Eggs and Ham to Vancouver. We started a group called Sister Lovers with with PD Wheat Jeans. Uh, The two guys from Green Eggs and Ham quit. And we got two new members. That was Andy Pants and Jason Bauer or J-Star. So this was Sister Lovers Mock 2, and then we did a bunch of stuff in that band. I left and got back together with the two guys from Green Eggs and Ham, Tim Murphy and Aaron Gilgan, and we started a group called Jungle with Stephen Ham, who's well-known for the groups Tank Hog, Slow, later Canned Ham. And Jungle uh, made a couple of CDs and did some touring, and then um, Jungle broke up, and the Mark Kleiner Power Trio came together for the Love Tonight album, played a few shows. I also went on tour with a version of the Mark Kleiner Power Trio that included my brother John Paul and James Pollock from Saskatoon on drums. And then that was pretty much it from me uh, for a while. I went to Saskatoon and started a group called the River Boys with Kurt Dahl, not the same Kurt Dahl who was in the Mark Kleiner Power Trio, a different drummer who's named Kurt Dahl who presently plays in One Bad Son on 604 Records, if you've heard them. Um, So... I played with two Kurt Dolls, and the first Kurt Doll I played with, that was the one who's uh, in the Mark Kleiner Power Trio, I just found out this past year that we are actually related. We are both have Mang lineage in our in our line of history. So it's actually coming back together with Kurt and Pete is kind of like a Cal Sills Partridge Family Band kind of experience this time around. Is Did that make sense? Totally. And I met you because you wrote a song on me, Clap for the Nardwar. Well, we met, um, yes, I will get to that. We, we met in the early 90s, and we kind of bonded around the monkeys and talked about that. And a couple years later, uh, Sister Lovers were recording a cassette called Giver. And this was in 1993. We did a really um, kind of thrown off cassette that ended up being probably one of the best things we ever did. It was just it was it was a real, real fun thing to put together. And one of the songs on it was Clap for the Nardwar, which was based on Clap for the Wolfman by the Guess Who. But we inserted Nardwar instead of Wolfman. And then we had samples of your uh, some of your radio bits uh, dubbed into the song. So that was that was on the Giver cassette from 1993, Sister Lovers. I was really honored, Mark, that you guys did that song, and you taught me so much. Like, at that time, I was only interviewing punk bands, wasn't I? It was only punk bands. Well, you were also doing conspiracy interviews quite a bit, too. But the, the, the punk bands was the main staple. And we had a conversation about that. And basically, the conversation was, this was around 1992. 
two, I'm going to guess. And it was basically, I, I think what I said to you is that the, the real punk is hair metal in 1992 because the bands like enough's enough we never talk about enough and we need to talk about today a little bit um these bands were all getting really dropped really quickly because once seattle hit these bands became kind of persona non grata and i gotta be fair that before nirvana there was sort of uh, a kind of malaise that had beset the sunset strip kind of scene and you know it was only really a matter of time but uh Nirvana was the coup de grace that kind of really put him into the dirt. So as all the labels were fleeing away from the hair metal bands and the hair metal bands basically were resorting to playing small clubs after playing stadiums, I, I was said to you, well, we should really be, you should be talking to these guys because they really have the punk story to tell. So we, we started to, um, we, we spoke with Slick Toxic, I think was our first one. And uh, that's the great Canadian uh, answer to Guns N' Roses. And your idea, again, was like these bands, and a couple years later, were having huge hits. The punk bands, you know, like Green Day, The Offspring, Rancid, they were popular. They were at the top of the charts. It used to be a punk band would sell out and go metal, but now metal bands were being teased to sell out and go punk. And you were like, we got to talk to these metal bands because that's the true underground. That's the true DIY. Well, yeah, it was it was it was an interesting time, and in, 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 and now I think what we've seen in terms of happening with digital ubiquity and all that is that a lot of these kind of things that happened in you know in in the early '90s they just don't really make as much sense. I mean, stuff tends to really stick around, and 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 everything kind of survives in its own niche. And it it was different back then, like you know, so it was a very interesting interesting moment in history. So seeing a lot of these. Um, you know, hair metal bands suddenly take on a DIY kind of indie ethos. And uh, that was that was that moment in time. Yeah. So I was glad that we were able to explore that together. So thank you for having the courage to, to take on those interviews because I think they were very, very interesting and, and um, you know, worth doing. And you are Mark Kleiner from the Mark Kleiner Power Trio playing next Friday night in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And Mark here is talking about a lot of your songs. We played a good chunk of your songs to begin the show. We're going to play a good chunk of songs to end the show. But right now, wanted to play a couple things relating to the psychedelic band, the Pandoras. I call them the psychedelic band because there's a bootleg we're going to play called Psychedelic Sluts, which is really quite a demeaning name, isn't it? From the Psychedelic Sluts bootleg, we're going to play something by the Pandoras. What can you say about the Pandoras, and how did we get into the Pandoras, and what are we going to play the Pandoras after with? Because okay. we're going to follow them up with something. Yeah, I mean, Psychedelic Sluts, you know, the Pandoras is the kind of group that I think would, it's like a take back the night. They're kind of taking back, you know, they're, they're putting it in your face, and they're not going to be kicked around. And what they did in their music was, was, was quite quite wonderful they were led by a woman named paula pierce singer songwriter guitarist and they were part of the 80s um you know uh, garage rock revival so like chesterfield kings would you say would you put them in with that like from from california and they released a couple of really killer garage rock albums stop pretending was one for rhino records they did one before that called it's about time for bomp i believe was it the bomp label and then later on they 
kind of, I don't know if they lost their way. They tried to expand and, and get out of that uh, particularly stylized sound. And one of their attempts to do that was recording for Electro Records, the unreleased Come Inside album. And there is a song on there called Just a Picture that I consider to be one of the best summer anthemic you know, fist punching, feel good songs ever recorded, and uh, the psychedelic sluts bootleg version is is quite good. The version on the Electra album is a little more tepid, so uh, the and the Electric Al- Electra album never ended up coming out, and they kind of struggled for a few years, and then Paula Pierce died quite suddenly. I guess she she'd had she'd been working out, and I think her heart gave out. She was coming back from a lot of. I don't know if she hadn't been in the best of health and was trying to get her health back, but the shock to her system, from what I understand, um, she died quite suddenly. Anyways, I wrote a song about Paula and about her dying, and, and just I was quite shocked and saddened. And so the song went, um, it, it, it describes the effect of hearing someone's music and they're so alive and they're so vital, and yet to know that this person who I would hear on the records had died, it just it just freaked me out. And so that was what the song refers to because I hear it come to life inside the music and the beat. I push the arm back over. So the 45 repeats, I don't want to pray the Lord to have her soul to keep. So Paula, stop pretending that you've gone to sleep. So that is, um, about Paula Pierce. And that's a sister lover song. that was on our seven inch of the same name that came out in 1993. So we're going to play the Pandora's Just a Picture. Then we're going to follow up with the sister lovers, Paula Stop Pretending from a 7-inch. And then we're going to play something by Love Hate. Love Hate featuring Jizzy Pearl, who is now the singer in Quiet Riot. Staggering, isn't it? What are we going to play by Love Hate, by the way? The classic Don't Fuck With Me. You love that song. Well, I, I know you. That was your song for one of your high school reunions, I, I believe. Wasn't it, Nard? A baboom! It was indeed. I learned it from you, Mark. What can you it's say a, about Love yeah. Hate? Love Hate, a tremendous group. They 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 did. I, I particularly love the album that that song comes from. It's called Wasted in America, and uh, just a very interesting hard rock band that never could get the time of day in, on the Sunset Strip scene because they weren't pretty enough. Their songs weren't uh, delicate enough. You know, they didn't really do the pop metal thing, which I love. But Love Hate was was very richly melodic, very uh, lyrically, um, how shall I put it? They they would they, they challenging. I mean, they would really the the lyric writer is is excellent in that group. It's their bass player, and he writes incredible lyrics. And so, but once Guns N' Roses broke, then the scene kind of opened up to grittier groups like Love Hate. And so they got a big record deal. They released Blackout in the Red Room. It didn't do particularly well. I mean, it did well, but not well enough in terms of the hype. And so the album that came out right after that, I think, is the one that you gotta get. That's Wasted in America. Check it out. There are so many good tracks and that social sidewinder cream the title track and the one that we're going to enjoy moments from now so here we go the pandoras with just a picture then the sister lovers featuring mark kleiner who's playing next friday night at the fox cabaret in vancouver british columbia canada with the mark kleiner power trio paula stop pretending and then love hate with don't fuck with me on the nardwar the human serviette radio show with special guest dj Mark Kleiner.
still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with special guest DJ Mark Kleiner. Mark, what did we just hear in that set right there? Some love hate. Yeah, that was love hate from the album Wasted in America, a song called Don't Fuck With Me. Before that, we heard uh, Paula Stop Pretending by my old group Sister Lovers. And before Paula Stop Pretending, we heard the from the woman who inspired that song, Paula Pierce and the group Pandora's, with their unreleased Electra Records should have been a hit song, Just a Picture. I can't believe that song never came out. Like, she didn't even metalize that song. I wonder why that never came out. Did you know about that song when you wrote the song, Paula Stop Pretending? Just a Picture? Yeah. No, I didn't. You actually lent me a cassette copy of the Electra unreleased album. I have no idea how you managed to to uh, secure a copy, and I probably don't want to know. But thank you so much for passing that on to me. Um, I didn't know that. I knew I knew stop pretending, and I knew it's about time, and I knew I think rock hard the the kind of the metal or Pandora's records. But I had not heard the Electra cassette when I wrote Paula Stop Pretending. That that was a couple of years later that that I 
bore that from you. So thank you for turning me on to that wonderful song. Well, I have to thank Kevin Lee of the band Bum, who are actually reuniting on September the 13th in Victoria, British Columbia, Canada for a one-off gig, kind of like you are, Mark Kleiner. That, I, I'm so happy to hear about Bum's reunion. Those guys are wonderful people and a tremendous band, and it is such a gift to the cosmos that they're coming back together. And also, speaking of cassettes, so, so that was Kevin Lee's cassette? Kevin Lee's cassette. Okay, because Andrew's cassette, he lent me a Dwight Twilley live cassette that had the song Flippin' at the Mention of Love on it, okay? That's a that's a kind of an unreleased Dwight Twilley band song that they did live. But on his cassette version, he or the person who had written the credits had written Mansion of Love, like a mansion, you know, place you live. And I thought that's a great song title. And I stole that or whatever, and I wrote a song called Mansion of Love that uh, I'll put out one of these days. But that's another bum cassette bootleg story that actually gave me a song. So God bless those guys. And if you're in Victoria, September 13th, you know where you got to be. And if you're not in Victoria, September 13th, you know where you got to get to. So that's all I got to say on that. Thank you, bum. But thank you, Peter Case. That's kind of why you're talking to me here today, aren't you, Mark Kleiner? Well, Peter is one of those, um, you know, many shining lights who's just, uh, you know, has, has, has inspired and, and, and put wind beneath my sails and, and got me up from, from, yeah, I, okay. So the story with Peter Case is three years ago, I hadn't played live for almost a decade and, um, he was coming to Saskatoon and I had started to consider getting back on the rocking horse, as they say, and playing again. And I saw that Peter would be playing Saskatoon in a couple of days. And just out of the blue, I po- called up Pat Kindret, the promoter, and I said, Pat, you know, this is Mark Kleiner, and I'm just wondering, you know, if I can come up and do a few songs before Peter's show, um, whatever day it was. And he said, yes, you, you totally. And he, he let me come and share the bill with the Foggy Notions, who are a great psychedelic band from Saskatoon. And I got to hang out a bit with Peter. And we, you know, we, we, I, I was not aware of how much the Plimsolls and how much he had really influenced me until really after playing that show. And I started to remember just all the different points of connection. And then I finally got the courage to delve into a solo catalog. I'd been kind of scared to go into it. I don't know why, but his solo stuff is tremendous. And I started to pick up those CDs and I was part of his Kickstarter campaign for his new album, Highway 62. That's going to be coming out. I love Peter Case, and I was honored to play that show, and it got me back on my rocking horse, so thank you. So so really, Peter Case, and there's a couple other pe- people too, one of whom was Ivan Krall. Uh, I don't know, did I tell you this story about Ivan Krall from the Patti Smith group? No. Okay, well, I was interviewing him for a book I was writing about Dolan's Jones, Boyce and Hart. He was involved with an Iggy Pop album. He was part of Iggy's band, and it was being a couple songs were being co-produced by Tommy Boyce of Boyce and Hart fame. And so I managed to get Ivan to speak with me for a bit, and it was wonderful because Ivan, speaking of people who bridge worlds, we're talking about Pastor John Rydgren, right, in the worlds of church and psychedelia and hippies. Well, uh, get this, Ivan Crawl played in Sean Cassidy's high school band at Hollywood 
Hollywood High. And, the, the, you know, there was like this glam band and Ivan Crawls backing up Sean Cassidy and they're, you know, writing together. And I, I'm just not remembering the name of the band at the moment. And then later, of course, he becomes on the opposite coast, New York, you know, New, you know, New York with the Patti Smith group and kind of 180 degrees from that. And yet really we're talking about this very, very small point degree of separation between Hollywood High School glam and New York Andy Warhol cool, um, you know, punk poetry rock, whatever you want to call it. So Ivan Crawl was a real bridge person. In the course of the conversation, he had – done what we can do in this digital age and he'd gone and and listened to a bunch of my music and he ended up putting me on the spot and asking why I wasn't recording music anymore and I was just you know dumbstruck and it was it was it was it was it was awesome so I'm very grateful to Ivan Crawl and to Peter Case and to my therapist who said asked me the same question and so I love it. I'm so glad to be playing music again, and I'm so glad to be be seeing old friends again and maybe making some new ones. So thank you for taking the time to talk with me and for all your love and support through the years, Nardwar. You are a prince. Thank you. Well, thank you for all the information, Mark. You always have all the answers, and you had this book that you were writing. What happened to the book, and what's this movie coming out? Is that related to the book? Could you explain <laughs> about the movie that's coming out? Well, you know, the movie is completely unrelated. I was doing working on a book for a couple of years, quite, you know, uh, quite focused on it. It was going to be the story of Dolan Jones, Boyce and Hart, the guys who sang them and the guys who wrote them. Really, the first sort of monkeys reunion that happened in 1975 um, after the monkeys had broken up for about five years. Dolan's and Jones, two, two of the main monkeys, Mickey and Davey, got together with their two main early songwriters, Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart. And they got together because a concert promoter in Japan had offered them a pretty good deal to get back for some concerts while they were waiting for the the far east tour to solidify they started to play amusement parks and some strange venues in like the midwest of america and they toured around and then they ended up going to the far east and they ended up recording an album for capital records uh they were signed by al Corey, the guy who was integral behind the saturday night fever soundtrack a uh, guy who's famous one of the most famous al Corey story is once during a meeting in a record company office uh the person wasn't paying attention to him so he walked over the corner and started urinating in the fern plant uh, that was the kind of guy Al, Al Corey was amazing and I got to interview him his wife he, he's since died uh, his wife was a, a children's book author and I managed to connect with her and she put me in touch with Al I got to talk to all these amazing people and try and tell the story of this first sort of monkeys reunion because this was when these guys could not get arrested like this was like the bottom and so they were kind of trying to get themselves back out of the ashes and I was really interested kind of like with hair metal like what happens after you know the Hollywood Bowl clears out and it's just an echo and what do these guys do and so one of the things they did was they reunited it's the guys who sang them and the guys who wrote them and I thought that is the story so I've done hundreds of interviews I've done transcriptions and I've written four chapters but I kind of lost steam and so it's just sort of sitting on a shelf right now the documentary you're referring to is a Boyce, Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart documentary that documents mostly their 60s heyday when they were writing for the Monkees and Paul Revere and the Raiders and all these groups and says says relatively little about the 70s, 80s and, and, and so on um, Tommy Boyce died tragically in the 1990s um, and Bobby Hart is still alive, um, and he's the narrator of this documentary, but it has nothing to do with the, the book that I haven't written. <laughs> so, and there you Mark go. And Mark Kleiner from the Mark Kleiner Power Trio playing next Friday night? 
at the Fox Cabaret in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You love the monkeys, Mark. You love the monkeys. You introduced me to the monkeys, and I still am sort of fascinated by the monkeys. I shouldn't say still am. I mean, I've always been fascinated by the monkeys. And I guess what specifically I was wondering about was Davy Jones, rest in peace. What did he say about being on the Ed Sullivan show the same night as the Beatles? Because he was on the Ed Sullivan show, the guy from the monkeys, the same night as the Beatles. What did he say about that? Well, the one Davy quote I've heard about that, I mean, it's one of those really interesting pop culture moments that, that Davy was with the cast of Oliver singing I'd Do Anything uh, from the musical. And so he's featured on there when people were waiting to see the Beatles or see them again. I think they played on two sides of the show, right? The one anecdote I've heard from Davy about that was that he was in the elevator with Ringo Starr and, uh, you know, some comment about, can I blow, help you blow your, he was, Ringo was going to blow his nose and Davy says, oh, I can blow it. I'm closer than you. Something like that. So it's probably again, an apocryphal story, but that's the only anecdote I've heard. Have you heard something else? No, I haven't heard anything else. I guess I was also curious about David Bowie because David Jones, David Bowie versus David Jones. Well, yeah. I mean, the reason David Jones changed his name to David Bowie was because of David jo- or Davy Jones of the Monkees and just having that popularity. So one of Peter Tork's first comments after Davy passed away was that David, J- David Bowie, you can have your name back. That was sort of odd. Yeah, it was. What did he think of Bowie? What did Davy Jones think of Bowie? It's interesting because Davy had, I don't know... He did, I never heard him comment directly on Bowie, but, you know, some of the later Davy Jones recordings, um, I know friends of mine have said, oh, he sounds a bit like David Bowie. So I think, you know, Davy kind of had a bit of that Bowie-esque, you know, quality to him. And we're speaking here to Mark Kleins Kleiner from? Bigger Saskatchewan. From? The Mark Kleiner Power Trio playing next Friday night in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And Mark, a tiny little bit more here about the monkeys. I know I mention this every time you're on the Nardwarda Human Serviette radio show, but the laughing dogs at CBGB's, that must have been an amazing moment. Can you just tell the people about that moment? Because this must have been an amazing, the laughing dogs with members of the monkeys at CBGB's, punk and the 60s coming together. I think that's the perfect note to go out on. We kind of started here talking about worlds colliding and worlds coming together. I don't think I used the word colliding, but coming together. That's synergies. Synergies when different things come together and they create something that's greater than the sum of their parts. And that is what happened in the summer of 1977, right at the peak or as the New York punk New wave. Um, I guess it's pre-new wave, right? This well, it's kind of that that scene is kind of peaking with television and and all those groups playing CBGBs. The Laughing Dogs were a group that was part of that scene. They used to play CBGBs, but was not really. They were more of a straight up rock and roll, pop influenced, you know, '60s songwriter four piece. And they used to go around backing up various '60s singers like. Um, uh, you know, and they also backed up Andrea True, the porn star turned disco singer, and on uh, and 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 were her backing band. Well, somehow Davy Jones and Mickey Dolans, coming off of the Dolans Jones Boys and Heart tour, got connected with the Laughing Dogs and took them on the road with them. And they were playing like this Big Daddy's nightclub chain, where they would every venue looked the same, and they'd go through Florida and they were doing like these the, uh, these 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 horrendous tours of these long. They were driving around in station wagons, and they basically Mickey and Davy did not know what to do with their lives. Mickey had just gotten married. Davey was just getting divorced and was in a very low point. But did they, they have were, any money? 
Well, Mickey did. I don't think Davey had a lot. So Davey was basically, this. the paycheck was kind of keeping him going from these gigs. And Mickey did not so much need the money, but whatever. I mean, it was all he really knew what to do, I think, at that point. So they ended up touring, and they, their backup band was the Laughing Dogs. Now, the Laughing Dogs was, were, were in exactly the opposite arc of their career. They were about to be signed by Columbia Records, and they were just looking to make some money and to get some you know road experience playing, and they got on tour then with Mickey and Davey. So these worlds kind of came together, and then what happened was they had a, some downtime on the tour. They were back in New York City, and the Laughing Dogs had a gig at CBGB's, and they invited Mickey and Davey to come and join them on on stage for the encore and they came up and they did an old El Dorado song that was later covered by Harry Nelson and the title is escaping me now but it's I'm sure your listeners out there many of them will know it and they also did I'm not your stepping stone and the place just went nuts because you got to remember this is 77 so the people who 10 and 11 years before had been what nine ten years old watching the monkeys were now 21 and in that nightclub and it was like um, you know seeing I don't know Peter Falk or someone walk across the stage so and the connections are amazing from that, too. The Deep Throat, Len, Steal My Sunshine, and Bruce Culloch of Kiss Connection? Okay, quickly here. Andrea True. So before the Laughing Dogs tour with Mickey and Davey from the Monkees, they back up Andrea True. And here are all those connections. So she had... Uh, the first one, she was in a movie, Deep Throat 2, the follow-up, with, which was not with Linda Lovelace because she was a, she was a por- porn actress before she became a singer. Then she was in Jamaica filming commercials, and then during that time there was some sort of a revolution, and no one leaving Jamaica was allowed to leave with money. So she took all the money she made from recording these commercials and got, flew in a producer and recorded more, 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 and financed it herself, and it became a huge hit. So she made all this money. And then that song it later was sampled by the Canadian group Len, Steal My Sunshine. And then to, as a follow-up, she went kind of hard rock and got Bruce Kulick to play studio lead guitar on that record that stiffed pretty horribly. I think that was like her third album, like um, Monstrous of Rock or something. I, I forget what it's called. Um, but that's the story, all those different connections with Andrea True, which all lead back to the Laughing Dogs, which lead to this night at CBGB's in the summer of 77 when Mickey and Davey came up for two songs and the place went Wild, And we have a song here, Stuck in Reno. How does that all connect to the Laughing Dogs? Going to hear as much as we can of that song, as okay. much as we can. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, well, the Laughing Dogs were on that tour with Mickey and Davey. They ended up in Reno at, a, um, like, Harrah's Hera, nightclub, and they were playing the show lounge, and that's where things were really coming off the rails, and they were basically making all their money and drinking and gambling and doing what people do in Reno. They had nothing else to do, and so they ended up writing a concept album where they imagine um, uh, being, being on a tear in Reno and accidentally gambling away all their equipment and not and ending up being stuck in Reno. And they later released that CD after the uh, the Dolans and Jones tour had ended. And so that's what, and it's Jimmy Cardi from the Laughing Dogs who sent me that track for us to play here on your show this afternoon. So thank you, Jimmy, for that. When was that recorded? Uh, I'm not sure entirely. I want to say late 70s, but it may have been a bit later. I'm not sure. So here we go. The Laughing Dogs with Stuck in Reno with special guest DJ Mark Kleiner.
again, you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with special guest DJ Mark Kleiner. Mark Kleiner of the Mark Kleiner Power Trio. Why are you on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show here today? Well, not only to inform the listeners of all sorts of interesting information related to rock history, but to inform the listeners about a gig you have coming up next Friday. I would love to uh, see your listeners down at the Fox Cabaret on Friday, August 15th, 7.30 show starts. And um, yeah, we're, we're raising money for refugee relief for Syrian refugees living in the Zatari refugee camp in Jordan. And uh, it's going to be the Mark Kleiner Power Trio and Zed Dreplin. And so please come out and support this night. Tickets are Red Cat and Zulu. And like I said, show starts 7.30 early show. So babysitter friendly. And we just heard Stuck in Reno by The Laughing Dogs. Mark, to end the Nardwarta Human Serviette radio show, wanted to give you a little career retrospective of your integrity tracks, i.e. going to play a whole bunch of songs from The Sister Lovers, The Mark Kleiner Power Trio, and Jungle. One of the things we're going to play are some live versions of Sister Lovers songs from live from Thunderbird Radio Hell. What do you remember from that night, and what are people going to hear? I guess we're not sure about the exact song titles, but generally, what are they going to hear, and what was happening that night well i mean 1991 that was the the very night i actually met you and we struck a conversation up about the monkeys so that is one of my main memories of that performance and i just remember being there with wheat jeans and uh aaron gilgana and tim murphy and just being you know prairie kids generally you know, like here at the citr studios and and really excited to be singing live over the because i believe that was a live broadcast right so it was just it was it was a real joy. And so I hope that uh, some of the joy that we had singing and playing that evening back in 1991, well, that it's, that it still translates. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. So it may not translate because it might be from 1993. Sorry about that. Well, that that was equally magical. Let me tell you, two years later, it was equally magical. Uh, By that, that point uh, you were, you were, you were in the house and I was there with PD Wheat Jeans again. And I was there with, with Andy Pants Bannister and uh, J Star, Jason Bauer. And we were playing songs from the Paul Stop Pretending record and I believe school sucks. Also going to play some stuff by Jungle. It's so fucking great to be alive. Long time no see the gospel truth. What can you say about Jungle? Now there is a UK band called Jungle. Is there any confusion on iTunes as a result of this? I'm sure there's some, but uh, mostly it's 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 flattering, and um, so I wish them the best. And what can I say about Jungle? It's so fucking great to be alive. Is another song based on a button. I mentioned I want to be different, like everybody else, inspiring Nick and 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 I to write that song. And then a couple of years later, that button that said it's so fucking great to be alive got at a head shop on Hastings, um, right by the Mint Records building, just kind of across the street. I actually think it's still there. The shop selling rock shirts and rock paraphernalia and stuff. And and um, was inspired. Um, I, I lost a, a, a good friend, Steve Marshall, and um, was in, inspired by uh, by the loss of by Steve's death and also the death of Phil Seymour. So when I'm singing, I think of Stevie. I'm thinking about Phil, how the numbers came up, and I'm living here still. Those are the two people d- directly on my heart at the time. And just saying through through all of it, I mean. So I guess, yeah, that's that was that song. Long Time No See, is that another one? Um, yes. Yeah, that was written actually about a friend of mine who was uh, 
you know, uh, a singer in another band and was, 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 was getting into a pretty dark place. And, uh, we, we were really quite worried if he would actually, uh, make it out. And, and it was a fantasy of a song of him. I'm imagining the song, him getting clean and saying, well, it's been a long time. No see good to have you back. That's what I'm singing in the song. That wasn't the truth at the time. Things looked very dark. And, uh, I I'm happy to say that the fantasy is, is reality. He came back, he's sober, he's, he's firing on all cylinders. God bless him. And so that's, uh, that's what that song's about. And then finally, the gospel truth. <laughs> I wrote a couple of kind of, you know, Christian rock kind of songs. I love got the music of the gospel truth. I, I think I think the the lyrics are a little bit pushy and a little obnoxious, but you know, there's a lot of you language in it. And oftentimes when I'm saying you, uh, it's because it's mostly I, I need to hear the message in it. So when I'm busy, it's like healer, heal thyself kind of thing. So does that set it up okay for you? And we're also going to hear beautiful slide and love tonight by the Mark Kleiner power. Wow. Well, thank you so much for playing those. Well, beautiful slide. Love tonight, both off the Love Tonight album on Mint Records. Thank you so much for, to Mint for believing in us and putting that record out. And uh, thank you to Natasha Dupre and the others who've placed the songs from that uh, album on radio and TV, um, I should say TV and film, um, you know. Hopefully there'll be some new songs too, because you wrote a song for Katy Perry that we hope we'll hear one day. Yeah, I wrote a song inspired by Katie, and I've, I've, I've just... I'm hear the message in it so when i'm busy it's like healer heal thyself kind of thing so does that set it up okay for you and we're also going to hear beautiful slide and love tonight by the mark kleiner powered wow Joe. well thank you so much for playing those well beautiful slide love tonight both off the love tonight album on mint records thank you so much for to mint for believing in us and putting that record out and uh Thank you to Natasha Dupre and the others who've placed the songs from that uh, album on radio and TV, um, I should say TV and film, um, you know. Hopefully there'll be some new songs too, because you wrote a song for Katy Perry that we hope we'll hear one day. Yeah, I wrote a song inspired by Katy and I've, I've, I've just, I'm, I'm writing a lot of new, new stuff. So I uh, thank your listeners for indulging in these very uh, old 
older songs, but um, you know, it's 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 an honor and 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 delight to to be on on your show, Nardwar, and to have you. Um, playing this music thank you so much well thank you so much for the time really appreciate it mark and one last time what's the information for the gig next week friday august 15th show starts at 7 30 p.m at the fox cabaret on main street just north of broadway uh and to uh, advance tickets are available at red cat and zulu it's the mark kleiner power trio with special guest said drepelin well thanks so much mark really appreciate your time Thanks for coming into the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? I love Vancouver. I love the people of Vancouver. I love my friends. I love the people uh, who make this city great. And I am so glad that I'm coming back and going to be able to sing in the city that lives in my heart. So thank you. Well, thanks so much, Mark. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 do.
Well, I... 
This is the emphasized one. Emphasis track. <laughs> Numbers 174 with a sinking anchor. This is Gary and the Wolves. Father in 